welcome back to another episode of Oregon's Tissues and Other Issues. My name is Savani Perucki. And I'm Carissa Stonic, and we are your co-hosts. <laughs> so this week we're doing something a tiny bit different. Um, usually we do like one mental health episode um, and then or we do one physical health episode. This time we wanted to do uh, what we have accomplished over this freaking stupid year. It's been a strange year. And so we thought, you know, we've talked about in other episodes, remembering to be proud of what you have accomplished, no matter how big or small it is. So we thought, you know, we need to do that too, right? So we might as well talk about it on here. Talk about what we did accomplish this year during these strange times. But hey, we still had some good times and we still had some pretty pretty cool accomplishments yeah I think the reason why I said freaking stupid is just because it's just like this was the oddest freaking year to have a recap of like does it's that make sense but you know my health has actually done better this year than it has in a long time my dad told me that might be because the balance of the world is for my health to do okay the rest of the world has to be doing terrible, and apparently that's the balance of the universe. I was like, okay, but like, <laughs> I don't want that to be the trade-off. I'm like, I'm thinking back to 2019, where it was just like around this time, Chris and I started talking about all of the things that we wanted to like we were like so excited for 2020 and how 2019 had basically like punched us in the face and yeah. we wanted 2020 to be nicer to us. And then this happened and we were both just like, well, crap. Well, around this time that last year is when you were visiting me in the hospital because I had the flu and my oxygen was low. Yeah, this is also a true point. <laughs> so that's when we were talking about like 2020 needs to go better. And it's been a weird year. Yeah. A lot of things have happened that I never thought would happen. Yeah. And yet, I don't have the flu. There you go. There so you go. we're doing good. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, moving on to, like, the more seriousness of it, like, I was talking to a friend the other day, and we were talking about how the, like, the world itself was kind of crappy, and that's kind of why this year was crappy, was because, you know, everyone was dealing with the pandemic, we were, you know, all on lockdown and on quarantine for a long time. And, you know, obviously the medical professionals are working super hard and they're kind of getting fatigued from having to deal with COVID all the time. Like it's, it's hard and obviously I see what's hard, but it's also the year that people realized exactly how much they love their friends, how much they love their freedom to be able to go outside and do things and, you know, they sort of started realizing what it's like to be a free world and all of the things that are sort of like wrong with our country. We are not going to talk politics, but just pointing that out is just like, you know, we started realizing all of the social issues that are wrong with our country. We started, we were more cohesive this year than we were any other year, right? Yeah. And I mean, like you were talking about how this highlighted issues that were already there. And we definitely talked about that in one of my philosophy classes that I took this fall. We talked about how pandemics show you what a society's priorities are. And it shows you what people are valued, what people aren't, and what needs to change. What It totally exacerbates any discrepancies and disparities in care that there are and in life and living situations. Yeah. And we've seen that with COVID as well. 100%. But it's also made us realize our own personal achievements and kind of made us look internally about ourselves as to what we value, I guess, too. I would agree with that. Like, because it was a crap year for, you know, all of the known reasons, as in the pandemic, having to stay home, not being able to see my friends and everything like that. But this was also one of my most successful years. Like, if you think about successes as being those things that you can like talk about with your friends or your parents boast about to their friends, like yeah. this has been one of the most successful years on more levels than one for me. But 
since it was, since we're in the middle of a pandemic, I couldn't see this year as being successful, which kind of sucks, but is also really cool because I've achieved a lot during this year and yeah, that's kind of cool. But at the same time, I can't recognize my own accomplishments, which sort of sucks. So this will be good for me. This episode will be good for me because a recap is definitely needed. Yes. So that's what we're doing here. We are forcing ourselves to acknowledge those accomplishments and celebrate those successes that did happen this year. The big ones, the small ones, the school ones, the health ones, the life ones, all of it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So should we get started? Yeah, we should. And we're going to break this down by uh, basically like seasons. So we're going to do like the first two months which is technically winter yeah so like winter winter sort of split into like winter part one and winter part two like right of 2020 winter and end of 2020 winter right so we're gonna do like january february is one season then we're gonna do march april may as the next season which is like spring june july august as summer and then september october november as the fall and then december as the part two december or part two winter. winter yeah yeah um so I encourage everyone listening to take a second maybe pause the podcast if you must but grab a piece of pen and paper and really quickly write down what you think your accomplishments are yeah I think that'd be cool they can be big things they can be little things and if you guys are willing we would love to hear what your accomplishments are if you can share them with us you can email them to us at our podcast email, which is organs, tissues, and other issues at gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram, organs, tissues, and, G- and issues. Organs, tissues, and other issues. That is our handle on Instagram. I can speak. I promise. I can't. It's okay. Um, <laughs> she just got through phonetics, man. I can tell you the sounds, but that doesn't mean I can speak. Um <laughs> Or if you know us personally, feel free to reach out to us personally and just share with us what your accomplishments are. And if you have something that was really big that you want us to share on the podcast, we would be happy to do that as well. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, if everyone could just like talk about your accomplishments and like, you know, we'll talk about ours and you'll see some of ours were tiny. Like I can say that my biggest accomplishment for the year currently is making it to December 2020. Y'all, I didn't think I'd be here. <laughs> hey, that's a big one, you know? I I think the truth is, I think they mentioned this in the movie Up, mm. but sometimes the little things or the things that seem boring end up being the big things and the most important things and yeah. the most meaningful ones. So big or small, whatever they seem, accomplishments matter. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's honestly like, well, I'm very serious when I say that one of my biggest accomplishments this year is making it to December 2020. It's not necessarily that I didn't think I would be here because of everything that goes on in my life, but like my job isn't necessarily the safest thing in the world for me right now. Um, You know, and I really did think that I wouldn't make it here. So The fact that I'm here, even if your job isn't as dangerous or you are just stuck at home, just know that you've made it this far and at some point you can still smile and that's still a huge accomplishment. So to all of us out there. Woohoo! We made it to December 2020. Yep. So to all of us. By the time we post this, we've all made it to January 2021. So we've all made it through 2020 by the time we post so 100% so you did it congrats everyone I know it's been a rough year and for those of you who we know personally thank you for coming on along with us for the ride for the rest of you thank you for joining us on the podcast we absolutely love you guys and we love your support so thank you so much for all of that but also pat yourself on the back because dear god we did good and even if you're having trouble coming up with accomplishments you have made it this far and this year, that's a big deal. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A round of applause. applause. Round of I applause. actually did go around as I did that applause, just so everyone's aware, not that they can see us once again. <laughs> but, you know. All right. So let's jump in those accomplishments. Um, Carissa, would you like to start? 
Sure. So for January and February, so my year kind of had a rough start because the end of 2019, I got the flu right after Thanksgiving. I ended up in the hospital. My oxygen was low, but I didn't have pneumonia and nobody could figure out what it was. In At the beginning of the year, we did find out that I have a right to left intrapulmonary shunt that was contributing to the hypoxia, which is low oxygen. Um, we also found out that I had hemolysis. But in February, I had an appointment with a physician who helped me get my treatment back on track, and that was huge. That was quite literally one of the most stressful appointments of my life because I knew that my future was quite literally riding on it. And I don't think I can describe the stress of that appointment and the stress of the first half of that appointment where I was not sure how the appointment was going because the doctor seemed kind of irritated. But then he came back in and he said, so you obviously need IVIG. And that was the biggest relief I have ever felt because leading up to that appointment, my mom and I were both so stressed. Like I cannot describe to you how stressed we were on that plane ride and in that hotel the day before that appointment. Because we were trying to be like, it's okay if it doesn't go well, like, we'll figure it out. But no, that was like pretty much our last option. But it went well. And so that huge. That was so huge. And I was able to start swimming again. And I didn't need my feeding tube as much because I was back on the steroids. So I wasn't relying on the feeding tube. I was swimming, which was perhaps a slightly questionable choice given my oxygen status. And my treatment got back on track. Yep. I remember Carissa being super, super, super stressed out. Like, it was to the point where I was stressing out for her. <laughs> and um, I can describe how stressed out I was. It was equivalent to 21 credits of finals. <laughs> the stress I felt for Carissa was equivalent to having to take 21 credits worth of finals. For all of those who are wondering. My mom got shoulder pain from this stress. We were just like, after the appointment, we were like laughing and we're like, I don't even know what to do anymore, but that actually went well and like, like, oh. Yeah, literally. Okay. And so that doctor is the reason I am actually doing well today. Yeah. Or one of the main reasons that everybody started getting my treatment back on track. Yep. So how about you, Savani? What was so, your January accomplishments? So December of last year was rough, rough, rough. Like it was, I was not doing well mentally. I was um, sort of in one of the darkest places I've ever been um, last December. So about a year from today, I guess. Um, so we're recording this, by the way, December 15th. So we're like halfway through December. <laughs> um, so like, it was quite rough. Like it was, um, I wasn't doing well mentally. My friends were picking up on it. And it was one of those things that was like driving me crazy. I had been looking for a therapist for almost like a month and a half and wasn't getting any luck. And I'm one of those people I've realized with my therapy is that I can't do traditional therapy. I can't just sit there and talk. Talking is not always helpful. Like I need to be doing something with my body. So I started doing what's called art therapy. So January, come January, I had one of my first therapies and um, the therapist basically said, yeah, you're a really good candidate for this and I would love to take you on as a patient. So for one of the first times in my life, I had a, ther uh, had a stable therapist and it was, she, we started working through my issues. Um, she started pinpointing some of the issues that I had um, and she started, we started basically working on them together. And so I can actually like pinpoint exactly how my mood shifted because I have an Instagram called Capture the Graphite, which is basically like my art Instagram. Um, I put all of like my art stuff in there and based on my mood, 
my art styles change. So there's like one of my first therapy session drawings that I have in there. I have a like emotion compilation that I put in there that was just like me going through one of my rougher days and I just brought out a bunch of paint and decided that I wanted to paint. Um, and then there is a picture in there actually on January 16th. It was one of the days that I had broken my dark streak. Um, it was like I was, there was like almost a month and a half of just sadness, like what I would describe as feeling black inside. Like I had no other emotion besides just being empty. Um, and January 16th was the first day after a month and a half that I had been truly happy for the first time. Yay! Yeah, and it like, the drawing I did that day and I posted was my happy place. It was a beach scene of uh, with a sunrise. Most people are just like, is it a sunrise or a sunset? It's a sunrise. I like sunrises more than I like sunsets because sunrises uh, represent like new day, new possibility sort of situations. So it's a sunrise on a beach and it's probably one of my best works that I've done ever. So it looks pretty good. I love it. I think um, I remember seeing that when you posted it, and I remember being like, this is happy, I like this. Yeah, I was truly happy. happy. Yes. I was truly happy on that day, and it just made me happy to know that I was happy. Um, yeah, after that, I, like, started drawing D&D &D characters. I, it was just a bunch of fun. I was just having fun, and it was really nice. Um, obviously I had my ups and my downs, like come February, I felt like I was confined again. I felt like, you know, what I would describe, like sunrises are what I associated with like new possibility. And I felt like my sunrise was confined. You can see that picture on like February 5th. Um, and it just felt like everything was being shut down again. And it was sort of hard but you know I made through it I made it through I made it through um yeah and we went back to having fun we went back to like we had our ups and we had our downs so we were kind of going on the trajectory of going back up again and one of the few things that I realized January February was that um you know when you hit rock bottom there's only one way to go and that's up that's um so it's just like, it's not to scare people to say that like when they're doing well, they're going to go down again. But it's one of those things that's just like, you know, when you're on your highs, enjoy them. When you're on your lows, just know that somewhere, somehow you'll bounce back up again. There's a quote that I like, and it's a picture of an EKG. Mm -hmm. And it says, if there aren't ups and downs in life, then you're, then you're not alive. Yeah. Because flatlined EKG means you're dead. You're dead. So you got to have those ups and downs and the downs make you appreciate the ups and right. the ups are great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a picture uh, on, I posted a picture on January 8th, which was our adventure in Northwest Portland. Yes. We had grabbed coffee and it was before pandemic. We were before pandemic and y'all, we were having so much fun. Yes. That was a great, that was, that was the one where part of it was the photo shoot of my chubby cheeks. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that was a very fun day. I loved our coffee shop dates and our little visits and our photography adventures. Yeah, it was like, we, we had a good freaking time. Um, so yeah, like there's still like more doodles, more drawings, like, but they're all happier. They've got a happier tinge to them. And so it just makes me happy to know that at one point or another, my life bounced back and I was happy. So that's the main point that I was going to make is that we were bouncing back from a really rough time. And obviously like there's still drawings in here that are scary as crap, that are dark and make you feel like it, it it makes you realize exactly how bad my depression is and there's still those pictures in here but it was still 
I still was like, there was still the fluctuation of being going up and down, not just staying down, I guess. So yeah. we came back from a rough time and the beginning of the year was started out somewhat nice, actually. That's awesome. So let's move on to spring then. All right. Um, for me, there were some rough spots in spring, like my hypertensive crisis. Oh, God. <laughs> when she says rough spots, it's rough. When I say rough spots, it just means I was upset. Uh, sometimes it just means I was upset, too. Um, yeah, so we had that hypertensive crisis. I was less than thrilled, we will say, at being in the ER during a pandemic. And you think? Slightly snappy, but that's okay. I was also on high-dose steroids, um, which, if you don't know, can make you slightly more angry and irritable. Um, but, you know, I also, I started the IVIG. I started the rituximab. We started amylodipine, which got my oxygen levels up. I started taking classes again after taking a medical leave of absence because I couldn't take classes. Because for a while I couldn't read because my one eye wouldn't move to the right. So that made part of pages blurry. And then reading really is an essential part of college. Right. So I was able to take classes again. I was back on the IVIG. We started the rituximab. I was able to start tapering the steroids. We got my oxygen levels up. And I learned how to bake bread. There you go. Really, the bread is the biggest accomplishment here, right? The <laughs> homemade bread makes the house smell great. Learn how to make it. And I found a recipe that's, like, really easy to make. There's, like, four ingredients. Wow. And you just, like, mix them all together, let it rise for a little bit, dump it on a pizza stone, bake it, and you've got rustic, crusty bread. Nice. And now for Savani's spring. Of note, we had snow in the spring. We had snow in March. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, um, but we had snow. I learned to drive in the snow for the first time because hey. I don't have all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive, so that was a situation. Um, eventful. Yeah, but we had... So... Like, my mental health was sort of stable at this point. Like, I was still, I still had my ups and downs, but they weren't so bad to the point where I was worrying people or worrying my therapist, for that matter. So she sort of was just like, well, this is good. And I was like, yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Um, I, I started binge watching a show called Once Upon a Time. I watched that for a little while. I remember that show. Yeah, I started watching Once Upon a Time, and then we hit our quarantine, people. We officially hit quarantine, um, yeah. and, like, March was just a super mess. Um, so yeah. that's kind of the reason I started watching Once Upon a Time, because a good reason. I needed something to do. So I started learning how to cook um, in March. Like, I already knew how to cook, per se, but... I just needed to refine my skills and start learning to make new things. So I started learning to cook. I started to knit. I took up knitting. Um, I started drawing more and did more photography and started doing more art. Um, and I, yeah, I just tried to make the best of it, I guess. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, let's see. I'm like, Ooh, what? Hold on. <laughs> We're having a little bit of an issue. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. If you all are wondering, I'm currently on my Instagram. Like, I'm doing Capture the Graphite as well as my own personal Instagram. Like, I'm looking through it to start making points as to, like, where I was during that time, if that makes sense. Um, April came, I started, like, figuring out what I needed to do during quarantine, and, like, 
to make it through my classes because I was on like my last round of classes at this point. So I was just like, okay, what can I do to make sure that I get through quarantine and I get through my classes? Like I didn't want to fail any of my classes. And since online classes aren't how I learn best, I was like freaking out, trying to figure out what to do, that sort of thing. So I started posting randomly more. I started dressing up more. I started like at least once a day, I would like go outside and I started figuring out what made me feel good, I guess. Yeah, you got to find those those things that become a part of your routine. Like I, even in quarantine, I've been waking up at the same time every day and I wake up and I get my coffee and I take my meds and then I have my coffee and I sit down and I start to work and that that helps me. Right. So, but like I started doing, um, my first like beach trip of the year was in May. Yay. Yeah. Beach trips. We love beach trips, but like, you know, we went down to Vernonia. My brother and I went down to Vernonia to try and follow all COVID safe precautions. We went and basically roamed around Vernonia for a little bit. We went to the beach. Like my mom and I went on a, um, like a hiking trip in Council Crest Park, which isn't much of a hike, but we were like, we just wanted to take pictures and have fun. Um, I like dressed up for the heck of it. I made myself a blanket fort, which is, I think, my favorite part. That is amazing. Yeah, so, um, but I like learned to cook food, got dressed up, and I started making some of my favorite dishes instead of trying to buy them from restaurants. I started to like track down recipes and try and make food for myself. I made myself a blanket fort, which is a lot of fun. I recommend everyone do it. Um, It was cozy and cute, and I made a mess in the living room, but it was still kind of one of my favorite things I did. Um, And then we had the Black Lives Matter movement, but that was more June, so. But yeah, like we were, I was doing well for myself, I guess. That's good. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, It's also around the time that I realized that I was unhappy with my weight. Um, And I started like trying to work on that. I was kind of like my PCOS at the time had sort of calmed down. Okay. That's good. I was actually doing really well with my PCOS. I was kind of more regular with everything. My mental health was also stabilizing at this point. Um, I still saw my therapist like every once in a while, but it wasn't, I wasn't doing regular sessions anymore, which was like, for those of you who have been to a therapist, you know that if you have to go through like regular sessions or your therapist recommends that you go through like regular sessions, then they're still finding things that you can work on and there's still things that are sort of bothering you versus if they like they aren't worried about the fact that you aren't attending regular sessions or everything like that or you don't feel the need to attend regular sessions it's more so that your mental health has sort of calmed down and you're not they're not worried about you is the bottom line (laughs) and that's good yeah so I wasn't having regular sessions anymore so I was like I really was doing very well yes yeah all right let's move on to the summer all right. Um, summer, I finished that first term of classes, which was very exciting because I had taken about a year off of classes due to my health. So successfully finishing that first term of classes, even though I was only taking two classes, I was like, you know, I can do this. We can get back into this. And then I decided to take some a class over the summer, which was also good. The summer is when we decided to start this podcast and we started working on starting this podcast. So that's a huge one. And that was fun. And we like started figuring out like, how do you start a podcast? What do we need to start a podcast? Which was simpler and more complicated than I thought it would be. 100%. Um, I went to the beach a whole bunch over the summer. And I started talking to a boy who I got to meet in August after he got a COVID test, and he is now currently my boyfriend, and things are going well with that, so. They're freaking adorable, by the way. I should maybe point that out. As the single person in the room, they're adorably cute and definitely goals, but also as a single person and mostly the third wheel, they're disgustingly cute. Uh, uh, 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Now that we've made that point, um, my summer, I, um, yeah. So I already mentioned that we had the Black Lives Matter movement, um, which actually did more for my mental health than I thought it would. That's good. So it like, it, it made me realize a couple things and it made me value several other things. Anyway, so we had that movement. It gave me an epiphany about life. I also graduated this summer. Yes! I graduated in three years with a master's of, uh, master's, ha, bachelor's of science um, in the biology, with a biology major, having completed all of my pre-med requirements. I was doing fairly well, actually. So I graduated, my brother graduated. Um, yeah, it was a big year for my parents. Um, their oldest was out of college and their youngest was out of high school. It was crazy. Yeah. We also both turned 21 during the summer. I was just gonna say we both turned 21 over the summer, which is kind of weird turning 21 in quarantine, I guess. Um, because like, we didn't do the normal 21-year-old thing where we both went out to bars and drank and had fun. Like, bars weren't open, people. Nope. And even if they were, I wouldn't have gone, being an immunocompromised individual. Yeah, I mean, COVID definitely, like, sort of, we crash-landed on that one. Like, we didn't do the normal 21-year-old things. But, you know, it was an eventful, uneventful birthday celebration of sorts. I'm actually kind of glad that we didn't have bars open because I feel like if we turned 21 and bars were open, it wouldn't give me a chance to figure out my drinking limit. That's true. Because I needed to, like, realign myself. Like, I knew what it was previously, but I just needed to, like, come back to the, oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So I was kind of glad about that, but we both turned 21, so summer was kind of just like a big time. I graduated, turned 21, my brother graduated, my friends all turned 21, like most of my friends are summer babies, so we all turned 21 around the same time, um, which was kind of cool, yeah. A friend came down to visit from Canada, she followed all safety precautions, but she came down to visit from Canada, and we did another beach trip. So we did a beach trip for our birthdays. We went um, in between our birthdays because our birthdays are really close together. Yeah. So I had two beach trips in the spring, and then I had one beach trip with Carissa, and then one beach trip with my friend from Canada and another one of my best friends. So we did a fun beach trip. I got to meet Carissa's boyfriend, who and him and I became really good friends, too. So, yeah. And like I said, they're disgustingly cute. So watching them in action is always fun. Uh, oh, I guess the one thing I forgot for the summer is I also got my port placed. Oh, yeah. That was sort of like summer, fall, borderline-ish. Um, yeah. But it made infusions much easier. Like I can move my arms wherever I want while I'm getting infused now. It's great. And <laughs> my airways didn't collapse during the procedure. So like that's a win because that hasn't happened in a while. Right. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I met your boyfriend. Savani met my boyfriend. <laughs> and we met it and took some fun pictures together and it was a very fun time too. We had we had a lot of fun. I liked I liked watching you two interact too. Yeah. Um, and like I've been mentioning, I liked watching you two interact too. Though I vomited once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And yeah, like Carissa mentioned, we thought about starting this podcast, and we actually, no, nope, we started the podcast in fall, but we definitely put into action wanting to start the podcast together. Um, yeah, we bought cool masks, I bought cool masks over the summer, so I feel like that should be included, like the new fashion accessory, I was embracing it. Oh yes, you gotta, just like when I bought, um, fun tube pads you gotta embrace it like if you gotta wear it you might as well make it an accessory and accessorize it and make it personal and personalize it and just have fun with it because it's gonna be there anyway yeah 100 percent. so yeah i guess 
that wraps up my summer. That wraps up mine too. And that moves us into fall. Mm-hmm. Fall was the first time in a while, actually, that I took a full load of college classes. And I actually Yay! made it through the entire term without having to drop a class because I ended up in the hospital. And when you're in the hospital, it's just harder to do classes. It's right. possible, but it's just hard. It's hard. So yeah. usually, oftentimes, if I was admitted, I'd have to take one less class or something. So it was still sort of a full load, but I was taking a truly full load. Um, we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. We made the Dysautonomia shirts yep. and sold the Dysautonomia shirts, and that was a huge success. 100%. Um, I went to the beach a whole bunch. Um, I was getting my regular IVIG infusions, and sometimes after my infusions, I would go to the beach uh, with my boyfriend, and we'd... I also went to a pumpkin patch, did some fall things, followed COVID precautions, wore a mask, Mm -hmm. um, did lots of fun baking and cooking. Yeah. And even though we couldn't have our normal large gathering for Thanksgiving, we still made all of the food. And we had Thanksgiving together, actually. We did, we did. And we had lots of good food, and we made a pie together. We did. Um, I guess one thing that I forgot to mention over the summer was that my grandmother passed, my maternal grandmother. Um, For those of you who don't really know me personally, my paternal grandmother, my dad's mom, passed away last year um, in April. And my maternal grandmother, my mom's mom, passed away this year in July, actually. But, you know, we were trying to make the best of the situation. But I guess one of the things that I would like to mention before, like for the fall stuff, is that there's a tradition in the Indian culture where when your dad's parents pass away, there is this one year that you cannot celebrate any of the traditional Indian holidays, if that makes sense. So like all of the Indian holidays that you hear about a lot, like Diwali, which is the festival of lights, like you can't celebrate all of those things for a whole year. So this time around in fall, we had officially hit that one year mark. So we were allowed to celebrate all of these like festive things that we weren't allowed to celebrate last year. So this year in fall, obviously, Carissa mentioned we started the podcast. We got our merch together. Um, I was feeling something similar where I was just like, I haven't accomplished anything this year. So I actually did a recap on my Instagram. That's just like all of the fun things that I learned to do or started doing this year, including like all of these art projects. I created sweatshirts for my brother and I, like matching sweatshirts for us, which actually turned out really good. I did tie dye. I, you know, everything like that. Um, I also went to a pumpkin patch. Chris and I ended up doing a fall photo shoot together. It was very fun. We went out to the gorge, if you know where that is. Yeah. Um, it's along the Columbia River, and it was so many pretty colors. We had so many pretty colors. Um, so I also went to a pumpkin patch. I dressed up as Frida Kahlo for Halloween. I'm a little old to dress up, and I know that I don't really go trick-or-treating, but it used to be a tradition uh, before COVID. It was a tradition that I would dress up as something scary and scare the trick-or-treaters. And it was simply for the joy of dressing up, putting on the makeup, doing the hair, doing the costume. Like it was, it was kind of fun for me because I don't really wear makeup on a regular basis. It was fun for me to experiment with makeup. And that's basically what it came down to. I like that. And, you know, I think the whole like there being an age limit for certain things, you know, if you enjoy it, if you have fun with it, go for it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like frolicking in fields, go frolic in fields. Yeah. If you like dressing up for Halloween, dress up for Halloween. If you like going all out for Christmas, go all out for Christmas. Like, if it brings you a little bit of joy, if it sets your soul on fire, do, do it. it. 100%. You, so what? If it, you, if it makes you happy, just go for it. And the mm-hmm. right people will be happy for you. So I dressed up as Frida Kahlo. I carved pumpkins. I went to a pumpkin patch, so I picked out pumpkins, carved pumpkins. Um, Yeah, I, let's see, what else did I do? Uh, We set up like a little COVID safe trick-or-treat for the kids. So we had like a little basket that was filled with candy. 
Um, and we put a sign up on the door that said, please take a couple. And we left the basket. So like the kids who were trick-or-treating didn't leave empty-handed because I really felt bad for those kids. Um, so for the first time in a really long time, we celebrated Diwali, which is the festival of lights, which is huge for us. So we had a lot of fun. I dressed up in a fancy costume or a fancy like dress and really went all out for that. Um, we had a lot of fun. We did a lot of home decorating. It was so, so, so cool, honestly. I also started working out actually over the fall. Um, I started my personal trainer and it honestly was like one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Like I was getting more in shape. I was realizing ex exactly how strong I was. I was working on my strength. Like it, it's gotten to the point where I can lift, I think it's somewhere near 90 pounds bench. So for that's those awesome. of you, yeah, for those of you who know, like bench is the one that like you, you lay down, you have the bar and you push up from your chest up. So that's the bench. You'll see most of the guys who work out they will be looking like they will be working on the bench more because it's kind of really cool for your biceps. Um, but I can pretty much do 90 pounds of bench, which is huge for a girl. So especially me, because I have no upper body strength. So it's really cool to like see my progress. And I actually also started the 101 smiles challenge, basically, which means that for 101 days, I post a post a day that is basically something that made me smile that day. So I started the 101 Smiles Challenge. I've posted so far about my winter checklist. I posted about the dogs. I posted about Thanksgiving. Um, so yeah, we actually had a lot of fun during Thanksgiving. I went over to Carissa's and it was a very small gathering of just the Stonics, aka Carissa's parents, brother, Carissa, and then they also invited me, which I was quite honored to be invited, so. It was an honor to have you, Aww, and, and you. we followed, like, precautions. Savani got tested before she came over yeah. so that we could safely have Thanksgiving together, and we all sat around and said what we were thankful for, and that was fun, and Savani helped make the pie, so we made the we pie. Made pie. We made pie. I think I hit all of my um Halloween like not Halloween my fall checklist so I made a fall checklist and I posted it and it was you know everything from I'd like to make pie to I want to dress up for Halloween to I want to carve pumpkins I went and did my first corn maze uh when I went to the pumpkin patch which I've never done a corn maze before so we went and picked out pumpkins I did corn maze I had hot cider with fireball um <laughs> Which, if people who don't know who, what Fireball is, it's cinnamon whiskey. It's really good. <laughs> um, but, like, I had Fireball uh, with uh, hot cider, hot apple cider. And it was just, I just had fun. We just had so much fun over the fall. So, yeah. Great. Let's move on to Winter. So two really big accomplishments for me this winter were, one, I finished the full term and we finished it strong. And that was so exciting to like make it through the whole term. And the other one, and this one is huge, I made it an entire year without being admitted to the hospital. <gasps> congrats, congrats, congrats. This has not happened since 2015. I did have a few ER trips, but I didn't, I wasn't admitted. So the hypertensive crisis, the air pulmonary embolism, the angioedema, we dealt with them, but I didn't have to be admitted overnight. So on, as of December 10th, I am officially one year without any hospital admissions, which goes to show how well I'm doing on these treatments that we finally got started on. And I was like, yes, we made it. So then some smaller things during the winter, I made cinnamon rolls and I decided to try putting some cranberries and orange zest in some of them and that turned out really well. So that was fun. Um, we made Christmas cookies together with we my did. boyfriend too, which was very fun. 
Um, I also went to the beach a whole bunch and I got to go boogie boarding and I actually convinced my boyfriend to go boogie boarding with me, which was fun because he had never gone before. So that was a new experience for him. And I went with one of my other friends who got a COVID test before we went um, so that we could go boogie boarding together. Uh, and I, I just, I love the ocean. Yeah. I love yeah. the ocean. We are, along with being summer babies, we are water babies too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. And it hasn't happened yet, but we're planning to go do the drive through zoo lights, which I'm excited for. Me too, me too. Because we'll be warm and we can play Christmas music, but we get to see zoo lights. Yeah, we're kind of excited about that. And that's that mostly sums up my winter accomplishments. Um, all right, for my winter accomplishments, so I made a checklist and I've gotten through like a good part of that checklist actually. Um, I actually have all of my 101 smiles on here. So I'm like, this is going to be long. Um, I started Christmas shopping. I actually finished all of my Christmas shopping and all of my wrapping. Yeah. Um, so Christmas shopping is done. And I've even started, like, getting them out to people and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. Um, I learned how to make sweet corn soup, which is one of my favorite soups to eat. So I learned how to make that. I made... Um, homemade hot chocolate and drank it. It was so good. <laughs> um, I managed to watch some of the more classic Christmas movies, like The Grinch That Stole Christmas. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I also watched The Nightmare Before Christmas, which most people are just like, that's not really a Christmas movie. That's more of a Halloween movie. But it's got Christmas in it, all right? It's kind of that transition between fall and Christmas. It's like you've got some of that Halloween. You've got some of that Christmas. It's like the merging of both. So it's a great transition movie, I feel like. Right, right. Um, I, I got to make bread for the first time. Um, yes. It was bread really during good. During quarantine. <laughs> yeah, it was really good like if you guys don't know staples of quarantine including doing tie-dye making bread um those are like some of the staples and I did both I I did the bread and I did lots of other random baking too yeah I definitely did a little bit of tie-dye uh yeah what else we released our very first actual sweatshirt that didn't have to do with any chronic illness it was just about the podcast itself oh, so yeah. We launched our sweatshirts, which were really cool, which I think we should bring back at some point. We totally will do that. Yeah. We had a lot of fun with those. Uh, more cooking, learned how to do more cooking. Um, actually tried a new coffee shop with a friend Ooh, called Ovation Coffee. I think I've been there once. Yeah. It's more of like a tea place. And since yeah. I've... I've picked up more on teas recently because I can't really drink that much coffee without going crazy. And I also take my coffee with, it's it's not, so usually most people will do coffee with sugar. No, mine's sugar with coffee. Yeah, Savani's like, she likes her sugar. And we would, we would always laugh because um, Savani would get like a sweet latte of sorts and then yeah. put sugar in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it became a joke, but Savani's just so sweet. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, no, we just, I, I really love my sugar. And when I started doing my personal training, that was one of the first things that I had to learn to cut out was my sugar. And I can't drink coffee without the sugar. So I've stopped drinking as much of the coffee and I started drinking more teas. So uh, Ovation was like the perfect place for me. Um, and this said friend and I um, also just wandered around downtown and we ended up going to this board game shop called Mox. And it is now one of my favorite places to be. It is so much fun. If you guys are in the Portland area, if and when they open back up, they have a dine-in area where you can play board games and eat while you play board games with your friends. That sounds amazing. 
It's so cool. They have board games that you can try from the shop, but you can also bring in your own board games and just sit and play with your friends. I love that. I love card games, and that's sort of, like, similar concept. Yeah, but it's just, like, you can do card games, you can do board games, you can do D&D there, you can do basically everything gaming-related, and I'm, like, it blows my mind, and I the food it. is so good. We tried the food, and the food is so good. I tried the food. I went back later and tried the food, and it was so good. So, um, when they do open back up, though, like, that's one of the places that I highly, highly, highly recommend that you guys go back and check out. And even without the, like, dine-and-play situation, even the shop itself is really cool. It's really well done. Um, it used to be, like, a Dollar Tree, and the way they, like, did it up again for the, like, they remodeled, it's so cool to be inside. Like, I could geek out about this place for hours if you wanted me to. Like, it's honestly one of the coolest places I've ever been, and I absolutely love it. So, we just, we had fun. We had a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, I did bread. We made cookies, like Carissa mentioned. We did, like, a small, fun photo shoot situation. Um, yeah, I, like, the winter's just been so nice to me. It's been cozy. I got my very first, like, ugly Christmas sweater like quote-unquote ugly Christmas sweater. Um, I love pulling out my Christmas sweater that has the snowman whose nose was stolen by the reindeer. That's so cute. Honestly, that's the cutest. That is my favorite Christmas sweater that I own, and it's great, because at first you're like, oh nice, it has a snowman and a reindeer, and then you look closer, and you're like, the snowman's angry because he got his nose stolen. Yep, yep, yep. So like my winter checklist for this year was like, Christmas shopping, which I did. Ugly Christmas sweater, which I've obtained. Watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which I've done. Watch The Nightmare Before Christmas, did that. Hot chocolate by the fire, did that. Make cookies and eat them, Chris and I did that together. Gift exchanges, which I've started, which will eventually go on before the end of winter. Um, and then we have Christmas carol singing, which we did a little bit of that while making the cookies, but it's probably gonna happen more when we go for the zoo lights. And okay. a winter photo shoot, I did that in like quote unquote situation, um, mostly just because it's just fun to get cute Christmas, like pictures with ugly Christmas sweaters. Oh yes. If it snows, I wanna play in the snow. I really want it to snow. Yeah. And I also obviously do the zoo lights and we're gonna go do that soon, so. We're happy. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically a wrap of our year. Yeah. So then we wanted to end this episode with what our hopes are for the next year. Yeah. Um, I think a big hope is that hopefully this pandemic will get under control. A hundred percent. I think that's a shared hope between like everyone in the world. Um, on a more personal note, <laughs> I, I hope that my health is able to continue to stay, stay stable enough that I can stay out of the hospital and that I don't need to rely on things like my feeding tube and my oxygen as much. Um, I hope to keep taking classes and making progress towards my degree. And it looks like if I'm able to do that, I'll be able to graduate in spring of 2022, which would be amazing. I hope so cool. to continue with this podcast and continue making these podcast episodes. Hopefully, as I'm making progress towards my degree in speech and hearing sciences, I want to get some of the pre-med rec requirements. Requirements, that's the word. I've been saying the word recommendation too much recently. recently. Jeez, I can't talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> some of the pre-med requirements, I would like to start working on those so that I have the option to either go into speech-language pathology or go to med school, because I'm not sure where we're going to go yet. I want to keep going to the beach, spend a lot of time with loved ones, and continue appreciating the little things in life, because those little things, they really do add up to be the big thing. And being able to appreciate those and be in the moment, like have plans, but really appreciate the moment that you are in right now, I think is just a great 
a great way to remember to be grateful for what you have. So even if things aren't going perfectly and they aren't going exactly how you want, there are still things to be grateful for. I'm also currently in the process of applying for an internship, so I'm hoping to get that for the summer of 2021. But we'll see what they're looking for. I have my fingers crossed and I've started writing my essays and getting my letters of rec and that's why I've been saying recommendation a lot. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So stuff that I wish to accomplish. I've like broken this down into several different categories. Um and obviously like the overlying thing is obviously like I hope that the pandemic goes away with as minimal effect as possible. Like I don't, I don't want more people to die, if that makes sense. I would agree with that statement as well. Yeah, I want people to be healthier and that's why I want the pandemic to go away. So first things first for school, because if you guys don't know me through the podcast yet, school is literally my life. Um, and I mean, this year, like specifically like September through now, not being in school has been the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. We've definitely had conversations about that where you're like, what do I do if I'm not taking classes? Yeah, yeah. When you go from doing like 21 credits to doing nothing school related, it drives you crazy. Um, so I would like to go back to school this, um, this winter to start on my MBA, which is a master's of business administration. Um, so that's just something that I've been working towards. So I'd like to go back to school for that. I would like to finish my MCATs and hopefully get a good enough score that I can start applying for medical schools. Um, I'd like to join the lab because eventually I'd like to get an MD PhD um, and the PhD in something lab related would be sort of cool for me. So I'd like to join a lab and do fun things. Health-wise, I'd like to try and lose some weight and eat healthier. Um, I would like to have like a, when I say lose weight, I mean go back to being a healthy weight um, where I feel confident about my own body and stuff like that and eat healthier. And I guess along with that, I'd like to do this photo shoot that Chris and I have been talking about where like when I go back to being healthy and feeling self-confident again, we thought about doing a photo shoot to sort of celebrate that with yeah. like where we'd go all out. Black leather jacket. I'm yeah. so excited for this. Black leather jacket, the crop tops. Um, I We have a friend who wants to do the photo shoot with us who's also really good with doing hair. So she wants to do my hair to look something cool. Another one of my friends wants to do makeup for me. So we were planning to go freaking all out. So health-wise, oh, yeah. I'd like to lose weight, get back to a healthier weight, feel more self-confident. So for that, I'd like to be able to eat healthier. Um, so mostly, you know, one of those things, keep gymming, keep doing the thing. So one of those things that is always on everyone's list, but no one gets around to one of those things. Um, yeah. And I'd also like to get the vaccine as soon as possible. I'm a, I work in the ER, so I'm one of the first people to hopefully be receiving the vaccine. Um, and I'd like to, uh, keep doing a really good job with my job. So that's, I guess, health-wise, some things, personal, like just normal health-wise. And then chronic illness-wise, I guess, um, embrace my weird. I sort of put that, which is like basically like, I know I do weird things to help cope with my depression and anxiety, but I think I need to start embracing the weird things I do and the things that make me feel comfortable. As long as it like gets me through what I'm getting through, I should, I guess, stop worrying about how weird it is. Um, so. Like that, I mean... We live in Portland. The motto is keep Portland weird. Yeah, uh, 100%. So I think just embrace my weird and embrace my ups and my downs is probably a big thing. And that seems like most of the other things you can measure. Um, yeah. This is not something you can measure, but I feel like I need to get more comfortable with that. So that's how it is. And try and figure out my PCOS and sort of keep it under control, which it's kind of sort of gone back to normal. But there's still like, whenever I start working out more, whenever I start eating a different kind of diet, it still flares. Like if you know anything about PCOS, it's like, it's insulin resistance in a way that then like, yeah, affects everything else. So it makes sense for me, but I just want to try and figure out what helps my PCOS while also still staying healthy and try and get it under control. 
Um, some of the more personal projects, like Carissa said, I like to keep this podcast going. Um, I'd also, I actually have a blog. I'd like to post more on my blog, if that makes sense. That um, sense. Yeah, and just like, I want to be able to do that. And I also want to be able to cook at least once a week, once or twice a week, because I'm trying to become more independent and basically like prove to myself that I can live on my own. I like that. So I'd like to cook at least once a week and still like, I do my laundry for myself, but like just becoming more, being able to take care of myself a little bit better. Doing more of the adulty adult things. Yeah, that thing. Um, so a couple just fun things that I'd like to do is I'd like to finish my one-on-one smiles challenge, um, which I mentioned uh, while going through the yearly recap. Um, so I'm so far on track, so I hope I don't fall off the wagon, but I'd just like to finish my one-on-one smiles challenge thing. I like to draw something every day, even if it's just something small, like even if it's just like a little happy face that I get to like paint or something like that. I'd just like to do a little bit more artsy things. Um, I'd like to keep completing my checklists. I make checklists for every season. So I'd like to keep doing that and complete those as best as I can. Um, yeah, I mentioned the blog. And a couple personal things, I guess, would be to spend more time with my loved ones um, and making sure that I express my love for the people I love, if that makes sense, because I have a tendency, I think, to take people for granted and I need to stop doing that. And I've become more aware of that this year. So expressing the fact that I am grateful for them, that I love them and to keep reminding people that what they mean to me and being able to express that I think is something that's on my checklist that makes sense yeah um I'd like to spend more time in the places I love and spend time outside um by the places I love I mean the beach (laughs) I feel that always Uh, be always yeah but like the beach and I just like to um just spend time in the places I love and not spend as much time in the places that I don't because I feel like I force myself to spend time in places that I don't like just because you know someone else wants to spend time in those places or I feel like I should be loving that I'm spending time in these places but like sort of more reflecting upon what I like and what I don't like and start doing things and like keep doing things that I love and maybe start cutting out the things that I don't really like I like um, that. Yeah, and I guess, like, I just, I'm starting to learn how to play the guitar. I now own a guitar, so I'm starting to play, to learn to play the guitar, so I'd like to learn at least two new songs this year, and I've already started on one of them, so. We had that fun ukulele jam sesh thing at Thanksgiving, so. We did, we did. Yeah, I just, I need to learn the proper notes on the guitar so that I can, like, learn how to do chord progressions and stuff like that. One of my favorite songs is Say You Won't Let Go by James Arthur. And I'd like to learn to play that on the guitar because I already know how to sing it because it's my favorite song. So I'd like to learn how to play it on the guitar so I can like sing and play. That sounds amazing. But I'd just like to learn how to play the guitar in general so that like if I were to bring the guitar someplace, then I can do chord progressions and we could sing, do like a sing along or something. When you learn how to do that and then you're comfortable enough maybe you can play that for our podcast audience that would be so cool or maybe I could just like post it as like a um, yeah. a post or something for you guys to like yeah. maybe I'll just do a verse or two but I think that'd be fun I'm really excited about that so I'd like to learn to play the guitar and do that so I will I'd also like to finish my knitting I knitted like half a scarf I need to finish knitting amazing um, Yeah, I still have, like, one or two tie-dye projects that I need to finish. So there's, like, there's a couple things that have sort of fallen off the wagon now, but I'd like to just keep those things going. And I'd also, I guess, like to keep a clean space. Like, I just started doing that more this year, and I've realized how much it helps me. So I just need to, like, conscientiously keep my space clear, I guess. I like that. Yeah. So I guess that wraps up the stuff I wish I could accomplish as well as the yearly recap for the both of us. Yes. Um, And like the stuff I wish to accomplish, normally people will say, oh, they're New Year's resolutions. But resolutions, one, saying they're resolutions has never worked for me. I always fall off the wagon halfway through. Like not even halfway through, like a weekend. Let's be honest. I've never actually completed a resolution. (laughs) 
I've never really been a fan of like New Year's resolutions and doing them. Like you can make resolutions or make goals anytime during the year. I think this was a fun excuse to look back at what we have accomplished and then talk about things we want to do and implement into our lives. And they aren't necessarily resolutions. They're just like, this is what I'm hoping for moving into this new year. 100%. So this puts a little bit less stress on those things. Like some of these things, like my school stuff, or like trying to lose weight and eat healthier, like those things are quantifiable, right? They are, there's like a hard set deadline to most of those things. But like, you know, some of those things, like I'd like to express to people that I love them more, they're not quantifiable. They just sort of happen. Yeah. So... So if anybody who's listening has things that they are really proud of that they accomplished this year that they want to share with us, we would love to hear it. If you want us to share it on the podcast, let us know or on our Instagram. If you have any hopes for the next coming year that you want to share, um, also, please let us know. We love to hear from you. Uh, And if you want us to post it on our Instagram or mention it in our podcast again let us know and we will happily give you a shout out for what you're hoping to accomplish and you guys if you keep following the podcast I guess you'll get to see if we do accomplish our hopes for 2021 100% and I think like we'll do a similar episode probably at the end of uh 2021 to say okay so so some of the stuff that we wanted and we wish we could accomplish if like this is what we have accomplished I guess yeah and I'm sure it'll include some of what we're hoping for. And I'm sure it'll include things that we never thought of. So that'll be a yeah. fun thing to look forward to next year. 100%. So everyone have a good, good, good year. We are throwing the best wishes at everyone. Yes. Good vibes. And happy new year. And let's make 2021 a good year. Yeah. Um, as usual, if you all want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us via our Instagram, Organs, Tissues, and Other Issues, via our Gmail, which is Organs, Tissues, and Other Issues at gmail.com. If you know us personally, you guys can reach out to us via DM or by text message, whatever you guys feel is better. Um, we absolutely love you guys, and we are so grateful for your guys' support. I guess I should start now with the gratefulness. So oh, yeah. I am grateful for your guys' support. and. Um, Yeah, Chris and I love doing this podcast. We love doing this podcast. We love hearing from you and we love interacting with all of you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for making this podcast be what it is. Yeah. Um, Thank you for joining us on this episode. We will talk to you guys next time. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.